0: Why don't you sing the song? Clearly, I don't know it. little children, I'll take thee away into a land of enchantment.
1: I'm doing Sarah Jessica Parker on the broom with her hands. So I'm excited about this podcast. Really excited because I just hey
0: sisters, hey sisters, sisters.
1: It's spooky season. I had to do it. It's stylized. Yeah, yeah. But we really should have gone sisters. Oh yeah, that's really good. I'm not going to try to do it. Okay. Well, but I was
0: um, welcome back to your favorite spooky Um, podcast.
1: Oh, I'm not even singing it right. Little children, I know. But I was trying to sing it with the same like way but say sisters but i wasn't even seeing it right oh wow okay let's, let's this is just, no i will just leave it this is the yeah, intro. okay okay happy welcome back to your favorite podcast about sisters five happy- sisters
0: and four sisters and everyone buddy okay gretchen go
1: wow this intro was awful anyway we're overly excited because it's spooky season
0: which we both and, love.
1: And every, I don't know if you do this, but every October I go in and they have all the, not like fall decor, but the Halloween decor, like the skeletons doing yoga. Not, not the bloody gory stuff, but just like the generally kind of. The palmistry thing. guide. Like, yeah, some of the deals more with those stuff. And I'm always like, I really want to decorate my whole house like this I every do. year. What?
0: I just put it up. If I like when it, I, I just put it up.
1: Well, I mean, I do have some stuff, like on our stove, it says like something about poison, but well, you have to see it. It makes more sense. It's like okay. one of those hand, it's a, like a hand towel that's kind of looks medicinal, but it's creepy if you read it. Anyway, um, that was a horrible explanation of this hand towel, by the way,
0: but, but I, somehow it made sense. Let's hope it made sense to at least one other person. I never
1: really say that to anyone. I said it this year to my husband. He's like, oh yeah, you should. It's like, I didn't know I was going to get that reaction. Yeah so we have our um hearse coffin no coffin couch coming he's not aware of that yet and wait a couch shaped like a coffin yes the hearse is actually the child's bed you know how they have those car beds that's coming for the girl wait session. and a big Ouija this is not real rug this is not real <laughs> oh I was like Gretchen you're getting real extra no I was joking because I was like wouldn't that be hilarious and he's like yeah you should and then this is what I'm ordering for our home yeah
0: I just mean the knickknacks knacks the, the nickety knacks so I love anyway, them anyway
1: what are we talking about today
0: yeah it's really intense um so just so everybody knows at this point we will spoil Hocus Pocus and po- Hocus Pocus 2 for you
1: yes if you haven't watched either of them first of all if you haven't watched Hocus Pocus 1 just you're not going to care about where have Hocus
0: you Pocus. been since 1993 I
1: care a lot about it but stop now and go watch it first so Hocus Pocus they came out in 1993 if you haven't seen that or Hocus Pocus 2 this one's probably the more urgent of the two because it came out September 30th so it's brand new it came out like so we're recording this like right after it came out yeah
0: Gretchen watched it on the day it came out I watched it on the morning after
1: so we're recording this and covering it. So if you haven't watched those and you want to, don't spoil it for yourself because the things we have to talk about, we, we initially thought we could talk about it without doing spoilers and Hocus Pocus 2. But we we're can't. bad at that. We can't.
0: <laughs> we're terrible at
1: that. We can't. So um, if you haven't watched them and you want to watch them and then come back. So um, and if you're not familiar with the whole Hocus Pocus phenomenon, Hocus Pocus is a movie that came out in 1993. It starred, um, Bette Midler, Sarah, Jessica Parker. And then I don't know how to say Najimi. Okay. Yeah. I felt like I was saying it wrong. So I didn't want to say it out loud wrong first. Um, and at first it was not, it was like nothing. It yeah. was a Box office flop for lots well, of reasons. Did you say
0: that it was released on July 16th?
1: Yes. That just was, I think initially they thought, oh, the kids are going to be out of school. So they'll go watch this movie. But not in a Halloween movie. But Come Halloween on. Movie. Yeah. Which is weird um, because these are the people that brought us Halloween town. Right.
0: They know <laughs> when to release a movie.
1: So I thought that, so it didn't have a lot of traction. Also, someone pointed out in one of these resources that if you did the math um, of the year, like in 1993, Halloween actually fell on a Saturday. It was on a Sunday. Our Sunday. Yeah. A weekend, basically. Yeah. And in the, in the movie, it's, all hinges around a school day so it wouldn't have worked but i, I don't could think have worked anyone. on a friday well i don't think anyone would have really cared
0: honestly i mean I, honestly i halloween. thought i thought the movie was set on a friday because they don't go to school the next day i
1: don't know but either way eh, i thought that was stupid i was it's like no,
0: very trivial to the it. plot yeah so if that's um, what's been holding you back don't you, you can watch it now
1: well they were saying it as like why maybe they didn't release their own halloween Oh see I
0: don't watch movies that are not set on weekends so <laughs> you would not have
1: watched it right but I do know that I saw this I'm pretty sure I was a very early adopter of loving this movie I don't remember not liking it That's I remember an odd liking
0: thing to early adopt <laughs> I was an early adopter of loving this movie
1: I was I mean if it was a flop and now it's got a cult following later on which Gretchen allowed- led the charge I led the charge. Gretchen
0: was Sarah Jessica Parker on a broom singing I about Hocus Pocus. It.
1: Didn't you love it though when it first came out?
0: When I was younger, yeah, I really loved it. It's uh, it for me. It hasn't aged super well, and I'm not sure why. Like I watched it again.
1: Well, typically technology quality gets worse, so maybe no, if you're, It's you're not Watching it on it's... VHS, it's not going to age well. It's going to start to like skip and stretch.
0: <laughs> I was watching it on Laserdisc. Thank you very much. <laughs> My VHS has not aged well. I had to. It tape hasn't a aged times. well. I have to. I had to splice together part of it, so I had to cut <laughs> a whole scene out—the kiln scene. I had to cut it out. Oh. Um, which? What kind of school has a kiln like that?
1: That, yeah. That I, I will. Yeah, there are some fantastical moments, but
0: in both there are fantastical both. moments in both.
1: Yeah, but um, now it's got a huge cult following, and even yes. much younger generations love it that were probably not even alive when it w- came out, but it's good. I, yeah. I love them both. I'm a fan of both of them. We will talk about some problematic things that we have to talk about because we did talk about the Salem witch trials and we had a major problem with those to the point that we almost didn't do a hocus pocus podcast. Right. Because we were like, I don't know. We really want to talk about the Sanderson sisters. We can't and I'm glad we didn't because then Hocus Pocus 2 came out and we we're like, well, right. There's a, I will have say,
0: to. <laughs> I will say there were, especially in context of the Salem witch trials, there was some redemptive qualities about mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus 2 that Gretchen was texting me about while I was running wardrobe at a haunted house. And yeah. I'm very excited about it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so anything else on the background that you want to add before we jump right into what was going um, on? Did you, like, I don't know, do you want me to, do you know who turned down roles in the original? I do. I was going to save that for like, okay. Sort of okay. So let's save that. Be, yeah. I, so in case you guys haven't noticed, our Jesse's probably done a really good job of editing. When we talk about it, but we've decided to kind of share a little bit more of the heat of this. For example, like. Jessie's super busy right now. So I can do some of the outside work on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And when I'm real busy, Jessie can do it and we share timelines. And this was my first week to write out a timeline. <laughs> I actually don't even
0: have it pulled up. So let me pull it up.
1: This could turn into a jort itself because her timelines are like, I have stage directions in her timelines. Like they are very good. And I could, I can get away with not doing my part and bringing anything to the table, even though I tried to do that. All right, so um, this is a good thing to cover right out of the gate, is that these were completely fictional characters. Yes. They There were some names. I don't know if you have any background on this, but when they're going back in time to, like, Salem, or they're talking about things that Okay, you're going to have to
0: clarify which movie we're talking about constantly.
1: Both of them. Okay. So um, we're... Hold on. I'm trying to think of where my mind was. Going back in time. Right. So they were not based on real life sisters. Uh, just a tiny bit, if you're not familiar with the plot, it's these are um, supposedly real witches from Salem that were like burnt during the Salem witch trials or, or something like that or hanged or something. They were
0: hanged because and they... So
1: we're not going to dwell on that because we yeah. all know. If you, if you want to hear our thoughts on the... Um, Salem witch trials please go listen to still one of my favorite episodes we've done the Salem menopause trials um and you'll know kind of what we feel about all that but uh that's kind of the background that's where these witches come from and they get locked away in time and you can bring them back with this candle we don't need to dwell on all that but they were not real sisters their names actually weren't even remotely associated I don't think I'm trying to think back to some of the Salem witch trials names but their names weren't that associated with it. However, some of the other characters that they refer to from that time in both of the movies ring some similar bells to people who were predominant in that in the witch trial time. Yes. In Salem. Um,
0: okay. In the second movie, was the mayor, was he a? his name wasn't a name then, though, was it? Okay
1: no but i think the guy who was supposedly the ringleader who the mayor was supposed to be related to back then had a similar name i don't remember but i mean they could just be these olden names that sound like sure
0: (laughs) yeah like like um rebecca they're all named rebecca yeah it's kind of like modern day jennifer right or jessica
1: what i think is funny though is what it is based on is a bedtime story that the director David Kirshner would tell his kids that's yeah I love that (laughs) I'm like okay but actually that's kind of freaky because the whole premise to back up the entire I mean the very original first hocus pocus the idea was these witches lived forever because they were sucking the life out of young children. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it didn't start. Maybe that was added
0: after the bedtime story. Like maybe the bedtime think, story was just these girls.
1: No, I think that is where the bedtime story started. If you don't go to bed. a witch will come and suck come the come life suck out of you. <laughs> but if I you wonder you're if you're singing
0: at song. 2 a.m. So, oh. Actually, that song was composed by Horner, the same guy who composed, um, the theme of the Titanic.
1: Yes, I saw which that. Is That's my
0: favorite fun fact from from these movies is like either Celine Dion or Sarah Jessica Parker on a broom. That's your claim to fame.
1: I know. Come little children, I'll take you away and my heart will go on. Boom. Same song, different. Oh, I thought you were going to take them away, put them on a boat. No, take them away so that they will live forever. <laughs> I was your here.
0: <laughs> You're here. Okay, let's sing them the at the same time. See if they go together.
1: Well, it, but if you sing one, cre- like if you sing, your, my heart will go on creepy.
0: You're- Put it in a minor key. You're
1: here. You're
0: here. There's. No, this is not working at all. I just sound like some weird ghost person. Okay. I wonder if somebody's done it. Somebody's had to have done it, right?
1: All I, all I'm gonna I really hope for keep going. is that no one who is very prolific with music is listening to this podcast right now because they're like cringing and dying inside oh, but that's yeah, that our gift terrible. to you because that's how you should feel in the spooky season a little bit cringy a little bit dying inside. right that was all for you okay. we actually can figure it out yeah we can we're good at it actually we already did it oh chase hallfelder who puts everything
0: in a minor key has done it
1: oh. so you have to think come little children over the top of it okay ready this not yet not yet <laughs> I see you I feel you super Halloweeny oh my yeah, God. Is.
0: how I know you go on
1: go dressing
0: across the distance be oh,
1: Okay, there's that. So that was too good. Really? I feel like it was really good. I hope you think it's good when you listen because you're more critical. Not- I think there's some room for a new oh, Halloween, Halloween hit. Well, me and Chase Holfelder.
0: Hallfelder, anyway, if you enjoyed that, you can listen to many more major to minor hits, such as um, I don't have his
1: playlist pulled up, but go to YouTube, find Chase Holfelder. Um, Tell him uh, we. He's also got a Patreon, so there you go. Now we can play whatever we want, and the FDA won't come after us and try to get us to approve their drugs. What? Okay, we are now drug approvers
0: for the FDA. You didn't know that, (laughs) but because Gretchen watched Hocus was one of the first ten people to watch both Hocus Pocus One and Hocus Pocus Two, we are now drug approvers.
1: Yeah, that's all it took. It's actually something you could win because that's how big pharma works. And we just approved the drug brewed by
0: the. Sanderson sisters for stealing souls of children.
1: Yes. So if you too want to sing, um, you have to be able to sing the mashup version though, in order for these children to come. Right. But only you We're working to perfect the, the formula. Okay, we're definitely on a tangent. This is just like my Hearse child's bed. The coffin couch. <laughs> look, I'm into the coffin couch. Like that sounds pretty fun, actually. Oh man um all right so yeah let's talk a little bit about the sisters i will say one of my favorite things about this both one and two were the brooms that these sisters had uh, oh no there's also before we talk about the brooms, hocus pocus 2 shows them as children which did not happen in the second one yeah i like it, it. happened in the second one it just didn't happen in the first one you know what i meant didn't happen in the first one happens the... i I liked it and that I was especially
0: my favorite part. of It
1: was Mokicope my favorite State. part too. I was kind of like, do not want to say that, but probably my favorite actor in the whole movie is child Winifred.
0: Yes. She was great. She was so
1: good. Yes. Kid Mary was good too. All, I think all the kids were good. They, they were really good. All the kids. The thing about the kid, um, they're just the three Parker. sisters. Just FYI. The three sisters are Winnie, Mary, and our Winifred, Winnie, Mary, and Sarah, oldest to youngest. And, and the
0: kids, Sarah, didn't have
1: much to do. Well, the the adult Sarah is childlike. So yeah, that was a kind of a... Well, she also adult.
0: just didn't have that much screen time.
1: Right. But I thought that if nothing else, if you're on the fence about watching Hocus Pocus 2, watch the beginning. Yes. Especially it's- for child Winifred because she was like, chef's kiss. I was all over that. That was amazing. It was so good. And they,
0: it gave us a backstory that made us invest in them a little bit. Gretchen, you okay there? <laughs> I
1: have this like really awkward um thing that my mic's on and my keyboard's behind it. So I'm having to split my hands. It reminds me of this split your hands? One. Like type like this. Oh, okay. Like
0: this. For those of you who don't know, Gretchen was being a little teapot or doing Fosse choreography. I'm not sure which.
1: Um, Both. I was being the Fosse teapot okay what is her name this brought up bet midler who plays young winifred in hocus pocus Two. taylor page henderson so taylor shout page out henderson. to taylor page henderson you were good I, taylor I need her imdb
0: wow gretchen you're you're rabbit holing.
1: that's why these kind of things are good for me no i want to know what else she's been in that's all oh okay what else has she been in um same i, I just pulled up her she has been in hocus pocus Two she's cool. been in oh some other scary she tends toward the scary uh evil lives here and earwig and the witch is earwig and the witch that's animated scary? no but it's and I, well i don't know but it's animated i don't think it's probably that scary because of the look of it but evil lives here is oh
0: it's got the same amount of bad reviews as it does good reviews earwig and the witch does anyway she oh she was lived. one of the american voices it's japanese it's a japanese film she was an american voiceover
1: anyway she was amazing absolutely amazing but one of the other things that i liked about just kind of the sisters as a whole was the intentionality which went into the broomsticks in both one and two and also how they flew them it was very it was very yeah. care like that was a very specific part of the movie
0: i did not enjoy the update of the brooms <laughs> you didn't like the Roombas. I thought the Roombas were real dumb. The Roombas And made then you when giggle. they became their own character and she was like, it was like they were her puppies. That was so weird.
1: That was a little weird. But I did like how they incorporated them into the whole plot. That I did have a moment of like, oh, the Roombas when they came in to eat I the salt circle. It, like, it, yeah, but it was just so weird. It, it was weird. It was very weird. But, you know, they were an integral character in the movie. They but were. Were they necessary? I'm going to ask
0: the Ibsen question. Was it
1: necessary? <laughs> no. No. But, well, maybe. It depends on what else would eat up the salt. Um, But I did like, I although I did not like how Sarah Jessica Parker flew her broom in the second one. I didn't see, you notice I that. that day feel like. very thigh forward. Like in the first one, she was very like leaned forward a lot, kind of. Well, and she like, was sitting side saddle in the in the first one so in the second one she's not but she has like a shorter dress or a dress that splits easy I guess so it rides up it always looked like she was kind of like leaning back with her legs kind of flopping it was a very just go back and watch it okay I'll have to watch that specifically I couldn't I like seriously like my eyes were like drawn to that part because it was so awkward looking to me um anyway that's a neither here nor there. But I do think the brooms are kind of fun. They do fly brooms and in the first one, so Winifred always has a broom and then the other two kind of get the leftovers. They get what's in the broom closet, the janitor closet. So Right. Like Sarah Discopar has a mop.
0: Yeah, Sarah has a mop and Mary has a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Which by long, the way,
1: word. Sarah is played by Sarah Jessica Parker, so I kind of always flip flop those names. So I could be talking about the actress or the character. So if I you just say Sarah, it doesn't matter. I know, but I kept I keep adding her name because I think just oh, Yeah, you know. Um, but yes, no, she has a mop in the first one,
0: and in Mary the has vacuum. One, and in the second one, she's got a Swiffer a wet. Swiffer Jeff, wet
1: Jeff. <laughs> which
0: I thought I thought that was pretty funny.
1: I thought that was funny, and also although don't you feel like those are very like when the fedex plane goes across the background and it's away? always product placement <laughs> absolutely
0: like i'm gonna drink this coke out the side of the can so you can read the whole. I know. i'm way. gonna hold it really weird yeah yeah um but i did like the swiffer wet jet i thought that was clever and then but those I, weren't the real roomba, roomba, by the way they were just they didn't have roomba brand that's
1: true. They also, were they just, had these like underneath bright red lights. I was like, yeah, it was. I think maybe that's
0: what was weird because like the silhouette. I thought they were. I really thought she had like a hoverboard. On two of
1: them. Yeah. I thought she had like a hoverboard at first. Yeah. But also who has two, two Roombas in a school. They got them at Walgreens. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot they went to Walgreens. Maybe I need to rewatch this second one.
1: Also, now that we're talking about, it, there's a lot of product placement in the second one. So, if nothing else, it shows you how much has changed about movies. Oh, since yeah. 1993. Um, and don't
0: worry, you also get musical numbers in the second one.
1: Yes. I thought those were good. I like uh, I
0: didn't I wasn't a fan of the first one. The like, flash mob one was great.
1: Yeah. So the first one the reason I thought it was funny was because they contacted So this one has girl heroines who are trying to save the town essentially like every other good Halloween movie. But they call back to someone when they see the moment the witches come back and they're singing the witches are back and they call back to the magic shop and he says Are they singing? Yeah, I love a good number. That part made me laugh. I was like, okay, I like how you tied it all in. It's not like they're just randomly back singing a song. Yeah, but
0: it was very weird. But so I didn't see the Hocus Pocus special during the pandemic. And that scene felt very pulled from the special because it was a different set. It was different. Like everything about it was different. When they first came back. When they first came back, like that woodsy set was a completely different set. Really? Yeah. I'll if you go rewatch back and it, it's grayer. It's got fog covering some stuff. It's it looks like it was pulled from the special or it was recorded at the time of the special. Or maybe they screen tested something and decided to keep it in the film. But the set is completely different. That's why it was so weird to me.
1: Oh, I'll have to go back and look more specifically because I wasn't really watching that.
0: Yeah, and all the girls' reactions felt very inserted.
1: Interesting. And now I want to watch it again.
0: Well, I think I might need to watch it again because I quite frankly missed something Um, like I totally forgot they went to Walgreens, but they did do their walk. They did like they worked some stuff in there. I did also like that. They weren't starting from scratch, confused by technology. Like it felt like they adopted technology a little quicker in the new movie than they did in the. 1993 one and it's probably because they came back in 1993 and yeah. got like they only had to worry about like what 30 years worth of stuff
1: Don't ask me about math that's 30 okay. years Gretchen <laughs> 30 years I know I heard you I heard you Wow I know um I let's give the sisters each some individual airtime as well because I think okay. they deserve it so we'll go youngest to oldest because save the best for last can you know, we talk about the actors too? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So this is, and that's the thing. So these, since they were also not I'm real people. Also, I wanted to steamroll you
0: saving the best for last. Okay. So Mary goes last.
1: But, and part of this, the reason we have to talk about the actresses at the same time is because these were not real people. Yeah. So they have to, like the actresses straight up created these characters. They weren't even written somewhere. And because all three of these, like were pretty much established even in 1993, They were pretty well-established actresses, so they were given a little bit freer reign.
0: Yeah, they got to do a lot of their character development, which is apparently common in Disney films of the 80s and 90s. That's awesome. I've I've been watching um,
1: a lot of Disney films
0: of the 80s and 90s. No, it's a show about props and like lost props. And hearing them talk about the stuff from the 80s and 90s and like this guy who collects props and tracks things down was hired by Disney to do all this. And like the way they talk about that era, it was like it was kind of its own golden age. Like we think of the golden age of Hollywood of being the 30s, 40s talkies and stuff like that. So like the 80s and 90s, these actors got to do a lot of things. So it's really cool that those characters have lived on too.
1: That is cool. And if we created such a cult following. So the youngest is Sarah Sanderson, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, who is the youngest. And they say the most beautiful, of course, I had to insert my most conventionally beautiful in here, but airheaded. So blonde hair, like thin, lots of sex appeal. right? Um, Yeah. And she plays Sarah Jessica Parker plays her role in both of them. And in the first one. Is when she sings "Come, little children," which I was kind of wondering if they were going to do something in the second one. But part of the plot of the second one is that they don't really need all these children's souls, which they figure out pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, Um, I I love how Sarah Jessica Parker played her because, like, it's very much the dumb blonde cheerleader trope, Um, but she kind of gave her her own whimsy that makes you love her you don't uh, you don't i mean it is unfortunate that she's a ding dong but you don't hold it against her because she's sweet she's um gullible yes but always like she doesn't take it she doesn't take offense when she's when she's wrong
1: she makes you she makes you like her and feel sorry for her for being wrapped up in the whole thing a little bit i never felt sorry for her but i did really like her yeah maybe maybe after the second one because Well, yeah, the second one, yeah, Yeah.
0: she is very childlike. And also when we see them as kids, we understand that they didn't have a conventional childhood.
1: Right. They were all, I mean, Winifred was the everything.
0: Yep. She was mom, dad, big sister, all of it. So we can switch to Winifred and save the best for last with Mary.
1: I was about to say, no, no, no. (laughs) We have to do middle sister, which um played by kathy najimi who if you're not familiar with why i already loved her going into this is her role in sister act
0: well she is also
1: yeah one of my favorite movies of all time i still love when she like when they sing what is their their first big song that they um, like can actually um and also the kathy Amo show. <laughs> what oh the
0: kathy Amo show.
1: I don't know that. Okay. She wrote it with, uh, for some reason, when you say that, all I think about is, um, that Australian show that Kath and Kim. Oh, I hate that show.
0: I think Mo it's, Gaffney. it's Kathy Najimy and Mo Gaffney. And it is one of the funniest shows that ever existed. It was televised on PBS a couple times. It ran on Broadway. And th- that's where Kathy Najimy kind of made her name is with, with Mo Gaffney, two women, who play a bajillion characters? If you Google Kathy Mo Show, you will come up with a ton of clips from it. One of the clips is my acting professor Dewey Scott Wiley in the Kathy Mo Show because you can you can see it, but um, you should definitely see that. I think you would think it's funny. Maybe we should be in it.
1: Okay, middle sister, we're this recording is going very long. Middle sister, uh, Mary. So the coolest thing. Um, the most interesting fact is in hocus pocus one her smile slanted downward to the left right and then hocus pocus two is slanted down to the right right do you know why
0: um I don't know why but I know how they justified it
1: so the reason was she could not hold it for some reason That's she was having a hard time holding it on that side like yes. she did when she was younger So she just needed to switch sides. So, yeah, they justified it by the slap. Yeah. Like Winifred slaps her and it switches sides or something like that. But, yeah, no, she just couldn't hold it like she used to be able to hold it. And she said that the reason she did that is because her character was part bloodhound. Oh, that's right. Because she could sniff things out. She could smell children.
0: Uh huh. But she, so she had the- invented so much of her character. Well,
1: that was a purely her invention. Yeah. That was nothing written in. She just thought, well, and even the part Bloodhound, they didn't write that in. That was her no. creating that part of the character. And so she had that like sideways lip, like a Bloodhound dog would. But yeah, I thought that was, that to me was just an interesting little tidbit.
0: Yeah. I love Kathy Najimy. Out of all of them, I yes, I worship the ground that Bette Midler walks on. But Kathy Najimy is my hero.
1: All, all three of these actors are just.
0: They're so great. They are good so good. They're good so
1: actors. And they're so good. good
0: to people on set, too. Like everything you read about the way that they act on set, w- whether it was 1993 or it was you know, 2021 when this was filmed, they were so kind and so caring and giving to the young actors that it just kind of boosted their energy.
1: Sorry. I should have probably said something uplifting. Yeah, maybe. That, was a, that was a good sentence, but just kind of like crash and burn because I just,
0: because Gretchen just nodded.
1: I just nodded. I forgot that this was an, a podcast. Yes. <laughs> a second. Um, and then the oldest is Winifred, which is played by the great Bette Midler um the other day fun fact i told someone that she was played by barbara streisand and then like i walked away and this was not someone i knew and i know it was know it was wrong but have you ever done that where you like say a fact so wrong and just very confidently but then you walk away yeah and you're like, i don't know that person they are for the rest of their life i'm going to be the person who is a total moron so then i like try to find them but i'm like what am i going to do say oh by the way i um, know it was Bette midler you know, i was I actually Bette like Midler, and yeah i know so i just Whatever that's out there in the universe somewhere, but they might have gone dang. This whole time, I thought it was Bette Midler, right? Well, that's the thing. One time, I told my whole oh, I don't, I don't even, no, I just told just my whole, it. write it down, college class, something like that. And I didn't realize it till the semester was over. Oh, no. And I'm like, great. And I'll just be educating them. <laughs> yep. They all got that wrong. Um, so Bette Midler actually spearheaded the sequel. So she was really? a very, yeah, she was a very driving force behind um, why they did this, which, you know, I didn't really follow, like, I didn't follow the release of Hocus Pocus 2 for that long. And I'm kind of glad I didn't, because I think I would have had more of a buildup of it. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. It was released. Let me watch it. So it was good. I wonder how, what my reaction would be if I was like waiting for it. Um, but one of my favorite facts, so she had some really good curses in the first one, not as many as in the second one. I didn't think she used a lot of old-timey curses in the second one, um, but some exam- examples are some like... Examples. Some examples. Some examples are maggoty malfeasance. Oh, yeah. And Trolemog, And She they had want- something
0: in the second one that I thought was fantastic, but you're right. So like, this is my beef with the second one. It felt very slapdash.
1: Yeah, it did a little bit. Like it was a little forced. Like they needed to get enough sponsors. <laughs> Or they needed better writers, maybe. Maybe I think it would just need to be. She did those actually. So to make your point a little moot on the writing, the the insults were not written in the first one. They were not scripted. No, no, no.
0: That's not that's not the point I was making. The point I was making was that the second one felt slapdash. Maybe she didn't have room in that chaos to add more in
1: well so her those insults were completely hers and she carried around or had people to carry around um dictionaries that were set in that time to look up things that would be accurate curses with words from the time so way more thought out than i think we even gave them credit for
0: excuse me Beth midler when you listen to this I am happy to follow you around with both of my lexicons from that, from their Shakespearean lex- lexicons, but they actually echo that time period. I'm happy to follow you around with them. They weigh about 20 pounds together. I have a backpack.
1: Done and dusted. You're, you next in line. That's Hocus my Pocus three.
0: job. <laughs> my dr- oh, Hocus Pocus three. It's going to happen on a pogo stick or something. Um, <laughs> but dream job is following Bette Miller around with a dictionary and like accidentally bumping into Kathy Jimmy and saying, can I do your play and fading into the yeah. background?
1: Well, if there's a hocus pocus three, they need to probably get on it and not wait as many years, but yeah, you could, it's going be a, be a, a completely different
0: one. story. If they wait the same amount of time,
1: this is just what happens when witches get old. Um, yeah. So those are the three sisters. And then other fun facts about the movie itself are, I know I already know the role thing, but you're dying to say it. So who turned down the original Max role? Jesse. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> but later he got another
0: James Horner song. So we're good.
1: And he probably wasn't really kicking himself for it ever. Well, he,
0: he turned it down to do Gilbert Grape. So yeah, much good better decision.
1: Role. Good decision. Um, I I liked uh Sam Richardson. I'm just glad he was in this one from yes. V. Yes. He I don't watch Veep, but he's so he was one of my favorite ever on Veep just because he's his humor is so dry, so dry. And like, it's just sold very well. But he he I was glad it was him. Yeah. Um, And that so his character was actually really fun. And I kind of suspected this earlier on in the movie than it was revealed. Oh, yeah. 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 But I was hoping because this is one thing that I didn't like and I'll just say it none of the kids from the first one were back like but their characters were there
0: supposedly supposedly their parents of someone
1: but and actually one of the people had one the I think the one who played the sister like the older sister yeah. Or the girlfriend. The girlfriend. I'm sorry. Played Max's girlfriend.
0: And I was right on top of that with you. Like older sister. Yes, absolutely. Go there was ahead. like a,
1: an older girl in there. Yeah. But um, I think she, I think it was her. I, I'm not super sure. So maybe it wasn't. But someone of the original cast had a little bit of beef. Like we haven't even been talked to. Yeah. It, wouldn't it be nice if more people than just the three witches were a part of the. Grieving? And the guy
0: who played Max also said, um that he would have, it was something like we would have absolutely been down for it. Um, I don't know what the plan is for the script, but it sure would be great to be there. So like that was, that was his message and her, but I seem to recall early in the process, her saying something about like, we weren't even asked to be. Yeah. it It was
1: very, it was a very aggressive. Like we weren't even asked. And wouldn't it be nice if more than just those three people, which I mean if bet miller was spearheading it then maybe she had some direct beef there but or or they were overlooked yeah so i personally was really really hoping for someone from the original movie besides just thora three birch. witches you what i would have
0: loved to have seen thora birch
1: again yeah i mean anyone it would have just been a fun in a role even as a just a cameo it didn't need to be amazing yeah, a walk on now, they did have some great actors. Don't get me wrong. I was very pleased with who they did cast. But
0: uh, yeah, what's his name? The guy who played the mayor. Yeah. He's one of my
1: favorites. And he's, he's so amazing. Funny. He's from North Carolina. Uh, he also was on Veep and um, Arrested, was, Development, Arrested Development. And is,
0: he's. Um, what is his name? Are you looking it up? It's going to be yes. crazy. Tony Hale. Yes. He plays amazing. Mr. Benedict in the Mysterious Benedict Society.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one right. of my that's favorite right. roles
0: that he plays. Actually, he plays two characters, um, but we don't have to spoil everything that's out right no. now.
1: <laughs> we don't have to spoil all things. But no, he he was amazing. Um, his love for caramel apples was just so perfect. He's for just it. such a good goofball. Yeah. Even the guy that played the jock, I thought they gave the jock a very interesting role in this one. Oh, yeah. Because he was like, he actually was kind of... It gave you almost this like weird insight into jock culture. Like they don't really realize that what they're doing isn't what they're supposed to do because they've been told there were several points that do this in hocus pocus too, that push those, the norms that you see in movies, right? Which if we're going to like deep dive this and talk about something that maybe they didn't even intend, but I think they did the, the norms that you see in movies of like the jock who's mean, so in this movie, the jock has a moment of realization, like, I'm not, I am, I'm being mean. Right. Which shows you like, okay, because what do movies do? They, they make these jocks stereotypical. They're mean. So people think if I'm going to wear this letter jacket, I have to be mean or to these other people that aren't wearing it, right. And, um, that he actually really like kind of supports them. And their like little witchy thing they do every year. He's like, yeah, but don't y'all always do that? Are you going to do it at the party? Like just yeah yeah, he's total just, oblivious he's sweet. Too. He's kind of sweet. and what I'm hoping is like it's showing that you know you don't have to be a jerk, right to be that. Um, and there weren't as many clicks put on like it, it me saying jock makes it sound like there were some clicks, but they it was not as segregated as some movies would have it be mm-hmm. um, So okay, back to this part about I wish there were some more original people. Sam Richardson um plays a grown-up version of a supposedly a little boy who had been picked on that night and was walking home sad and saw the Sanderson sisters fly overhead that's all made up right because I don't remember that from the right no no movie. that's made up that okay. that was, I was like in an right well, but that's, and that's part of what part of like good and the bad right like oh Cool. That brings it into why this person is doing this in the second movie, but why couldn't it have been an actual scene from the first movie that they pulled somebody from?
0: Yeah. There had to Uh, be wait, actually I can answer that. There were very few people of color in the first one. That's what I was wondering too. And we need to honor that choice, I think. Oh. I don't because, I just like like I've totally like I was kind of feeling then I was like wait a minute who would it have been would it have been the kids that got that stole Max's right. shoes got locked in the thing and um but who could it have been that's,
1: that's kind of what out but they did pay homage to that when um he was supposedly like picked on that whole night yeah right like they kind of explained that one even away which is kind of cool um I mean not cool that he got picked on but cool that they like didn't shy around the issue yeah yeah um
0: i mean it's a villain origin story type thing and
1: then i also like that they had like three um drag queens playing drag versions of the sanderson sisters on stage
0: oh my goodness that was so funny to me like and not only that but did you notice that they assumed that they were drag queens yes That I thought was so funny because, of course, the queens are going to be the ones to just completely nail the look.
1: But then the one like, okay, so they jump on stage and do their song just like they did last time, pretty much, except it was a better song and more fun. I thought,
0: I don't know, put a spell on you was great.
1: It was really fun. I thought the audience did a better. It was more audience participation. Well, oh, yeah, because that's oh, what we've come to expect. Oh, oh. speaking of Tony Hale, one of my favorite lines in the movie. Oh, oh, is this a flash mob? I watched him on TV. Well, I mean, on YouTube, but
0: <laughs> yes, he's so funny that I just I thought that part. But I watched him on TV.
1: Well, on YouTube, but <laughs> that made me laugh. Oh, really man, hard. so funny! Did you know that the film was almost called Halloween House? No, oh, I'm so glad it was it i know i don't even know how that would have like fit into the halloween house that would have been terrible terrible terrible
0: it just goes to show that like your working
1: title doesn't have to be your forever title no no because that's trash not even on my weekly blogs <laughs> like Fair. i inevitably changed the title um anything else oh this is a really weird fact binks was played the the black cat in the first movie yeah um played by between 9 and 15 cats that was a very random fact because how do you not know how many cats how do you not have an
0: animal trainer who brings the cats on set and just has like a they probably have like a collection of black cats and whichever like 15
1: and you know you for sure use nine right okay well well, look, um, if
0: they had chosen my cat,
1: I knew this we were going to talk. They about would have only cat.
0: needed one because he is an amazing actor. That is not true. He can sit, he can hop, he can place. That's all a cat needs to do, but not on demand. Yes, he can do it on demand. just not for you because he knows who his master
1: is. Oh. Anyway, moving on. He's my So let's, let's wrap this
0: up. Please. Because unless we you have another fun forever. I yeah. do not. I have been haunting and painting. I've been at the theater since 8 o'clock this morning painting the set. So I am ready to wrap up.
1: Well, I, I really think the whole focus of all of this needs to lie on the ending of Hocus Pocus 2. I do appreciate that. There has never been that I can remember such a great example of what sisters really are and what it really means to be a sister because through this whole thing, you see them kind of picking on each other and um, having fun at each other's expense, Mm -hmm. but they're never separated. And then at the end, again, we've already spoiled everything, but just if you're still here, and you haven't watched it, you're wanting to watch it, please stop. Um, But in the end when, you know, basically, Unknowingly, Winifred trades all her powers and it makes her sisters disappear. And she is just she sac-
0: yeah, she sacrifices everything for all power.
1: But she doesn't realize she's sacrificed her sisters too. Like they've inc- yeah. included everything. And it just shows her so out of out she's of distraught. her. Yeah, she's just shot. She doesn't know what to do. And I think that shows a really good example of. The importance of sister relationships and kind of why we're doing this whole podcast, not only that, but then when it shifts over to like the transfer of power ish, I don't really totally know what was going on there. But the the next group of three are not biological sisters, right? They're best, um, best friends, girls who have been friends since they were tiny. And it's kind of showing like that is still sisterhood and you still have. That bond and that yep. power, but also that relationship and responsibility to an extent. And I was like, that's why we do our podcast. It is why we do our podcast for caramel apples.
0: I mean for sisterhood,
1: for sisterhood. we but it it just made me really happy because I think what we do here it's worth watching. Is it, we have fun, but we also, yeah. You know, we need to have more guests on and because I think we've had fun exploring sister relationships through guests.
0: Yeah, we'll have more guests on.
1: Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Um, That's been a lot. It's been a journey. Oh, here's my last little thing for you because I did not notice this. One of my things I was reading, I can't even tell you at this point. At the end of the new movie, the three sisters disappear from the world, but in the post-credit scene, it's hinted that they could return again. I don't think I saw it. I suppose credit scene confused me. Someone asked me if I
0: watched it. So I went back and I watched it and it's um, not being, what's the new cat's name? I don't remember. Candy corn. I don't remember the cat's name, but she finds like a, a black flame candle number three like you know how he remade the black oh. candle
1: oh bf number two candle that one yeah yeah so it's basically like because um when the film Andrew- credits okay hold on here we go when the film credits stop rolling the camera cuts to the interior of gilbert's old salem magic shoppy just because i have to say it like that right yeah the former home be- of the sanderson sisters that he later converted to a tourist trap blah, 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 blah. we see cobweb that's his cat wrote oh, a shelf in the store upon which he climbed and perches next to a box labeled BF candle number 2 but okay. maybe it's a
0: best friends candle mm.
1: it leaves the door open for the trio's resurrection after Winifred's quest to perform the ominous magica maxima spell so the first candle was burned in 93 second
0: candle was burned in 2022 um when is the the third I'm gonna be burned.
1: I cannot even think because of a super clickbait, but yet accurate article, which is freaking me out. What is it? Your sister, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe is gonna be playing Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, Gretchen, this is old news. August updated in August thirtieth, so not not as old, not that old. Have you seen any of the like? There's been sneak peek I- clips and stuff. I don't even... I've actually seen Weird Al Yankovic. I was on an elevator with him in Vegas once.
0: Okay, but that wasn't Daniel Radcliffe pe- playing Weird Al Yankovic. No.
1: That grosses me out. He has too much chest hair, and I don't want to see it. It's weird. He's Harry Potter. I can't handle it.
0: The, but or that's it. how he can take any role in anything. He can do whatever he wants because he made so much money on Harry Potter.
1: I know, but he will always be Harry Potter.
0: That's true.
1: Which is why he probably gets... Anyway, an on After bad note... Bye, sisters. Bye, sisters. Bye. bye
0: sisters. Oh, bye.